Welcome back to the Tribal Brand Rebranded. I am Uinton, and today is September 4th, 2021, Labor Day weekend. How's everybody out there in the world of podcasting doing, huh? How y'all doing out there? Hope you're doing pretty good. Hope work as well. Everyone's healthy. You know, some crazy times we're living in, man. This weather isn't like biblical, right? What's going on down there in the southeast of the country? <clears throat> Excuse me, Louisiana. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lord, Lord. And that came up through into the northeast and just ravaged Ida. She's a batch, right? She shows everybody how vulnerable we are. And now New York's all, oh, well, this shouldn't happen. How do, we can't let this happen again. Once again, there you go. Let's not do anything about it until, uh, you know, it happens. Yeah, people die. Hey, it's all about drainage, man. It's really simple, okay? The, the Romans even had it right. They even knew how to get the poop down, the, you know, out of the Colosseum and stuff, right? Because you got to poop. Everybody has to poop. You got to drain something somewhere and figure it out. Figure it out. People dying and shit. You saw where that one apartment the wall just collapsed. Basement apartment, I think it was. Whatever. Dude's in there wading around. He's got water up to his knees. And he walks through the room. Next thing you know, the wall caves in after he leaves the room. Now, what does that tell you? It's not his time. Okay? First of all, it's not his time. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. New York. Biblical times, my friends. Biblical Anyway, I wanted to give a little ode to one of my dear old friends who I just found out passed away back in March, okay? Freddie Martinez. Freddie Martinez. One of my dear old friends from the like mid-90s for like five, six years, right? He married my cousin, and when he came here, he didn't speak any English. When I met him, in fact, he didn't know very much. He knew like beer wine cigarettes you know and then he taught me a few words but yeah he passed away in March and of course my cousin who pretty much destroyed his life this cat came across he came from Mexico and he went through the desert by himself he told me about a time that he was so hungry he killed a skunk and ate it now Normally, I wouldn't believe that, right? I was eh, you're full of shit. But no, this guy, he just, I knew he did. But we did a lot of drinking together, Mike. You know, when I when he came here, I'm pretty sure that wasn't, you know, I'm pretty sure he had dreams, right? He had aspirations for his life. He was coming from Mexico, pretty poor part. And he got mixed up with my cousin. And she pretty much beat his spirit down into nothing. All he did, you know, he, all he did was just pretty much drink all the time. The last time I saw him was at my grandmother's wedding, or I'm sorry, my grandmother's uh, funeral. And we laughed it up a little bit. That's the last, uh, eight years ago almost. Oh, it was eight years ago, last March. Yeah, he passed away, I don't even know how. Could have been, in, you know, some different things, I don't know, he was a diabetic. Could have been COVID, I don't know. And that's, that's what really just gets my goat. My cousin was so mad after grandmother passed. The last day of grandmother's life, my cousin 
Denise. Yeah, I said it. I won't say the last name. Just treated my grandmother horribly. She wanted the keys to her car. She wanted my grandmother's car. It was brand new. It was like a year old. Hyundai, you know, four-door little sedan. She kept trying to get the keys from Grandma, and Grandma's... The last day of my grandma's life, she sat there, and I tried really hard to talk to her. I came home after work, and she wouldn't say anything. She was just sitting there, and she was just looking out the window. And I was feeling like, wow, something, something going on here. Because I told you before, she came over here to die with me and my wife, because she knew it was time. Maybe when you get to be that age, that's what happens. But she just looked, you know, stared out the window, and later on that night, she died. Anyway, my cousin is a an individual that is just a different individual. Okay, so anyway, she had no no nothing for grandmother. Grandma left me the car, right? And that really pissed her off. But why why wouldn't she, right? I'm her only grandson. After she found out I got the car, that was it. She was mad, so she was gone. But she, you know, Freddie had dreams. I'm sure he did. He talked about when he was in Wyoming working on a horse farm or something, and he loved it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just... And there was times I said, dude, why don't you go back and do that, man? And he's stuck in this life, and he's miserable, and he's drinking, and that was his life. And now he's gone. I remember when I first moved over there from Florida, I found out that she had stabbed him in the upper inside of his arm where that artery is he almost died and why would you go back to something like that would you really i mean is that love or is that just i got nowhere else to go you know what i mean i don't know i if you're with somebody and they take out a knife and they try to stab you that kind of tells me you know shit's over right like it hit the fan okay this is this is it there ain't no going back. You have to set your limitations, right? But it is like this. You know, we, we all see the world differently. We all feel differently. We all... It, the amazing part of being a human is there's, what, 8 billion of us or 6 billion of us out there, and each one of us are all different. We see the world. We hear things. We Everything is different. The only connection that we have, pretty much, is the DNA that we drag around with us, right? DNA is pretty strong, by the way. I work with a, not to go off subject too much, there's a, a, a project manager who works the site I'm at right now. He's, he's a framing contractor, his family, concrete framing, whatever, gets you out of the ground up to the, you know, up to framing. Anyway, the DNA is so deep in them, when you talk to him and his dad and his brother, sounds exactly the same. Like, wait a minute here. Who's this? And then they they got the same sort of like body shape. His uncle came to the site and they looked like the same. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, we're all different, man. And it, it just freaks me out that there's so many of us and we all, we're just different. We all have to deal with the, everything so differently and so all this depression and all this other shit that goes on. I got nowhere to, you know, I, I, I can't judge anybody, right? Because we're all different. I don't want to judge anybody anyway. I just want to make fun of them, right? It's all making fun of people, man. It's just fun shit, right? Anyway, where was I? 
so yeah, she, you know, after stabbing him, she ends up going to jail for a while, and that's when him and I start drinking. We start partying up on the res, just him and me. Could you imagine that, being a Mexican, and we can't understand each other, you know? It took about, you know, a couple months or something before we could communicate on a regular. But yeah, he was a good buddy of mine. Um, now he's gone, so... That family destroyed her and her kids. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Anyway, Ode to Freddy. I love your brother. I hope your journey was well. And, uh, yeah, go with God. So I want to talk a little bit about the QAnon shaman, right? That clown. What's his name? Oh, I have it written down because I want it to be a little bit more, you know, precise. Do a little bit of research instead of just talking shit out the side of my neck. Anyway, his name is Jacob... Chansley, right? I've talked about him before. What a clown. What a knucklehead, right? I mean, you see this guy. Now he's going to go to prison. He's going to get like 44 months or whatever. He's going to get some time, which he deserves for being a knucklehead. I mean, come on, clown. You run around with your horns on and your your leather and your fur or whatever the fuck you're doing. Pardon my language. And you got your chest and belly all painted with your nipple hanging out with a piercing. Come on, man. You're a clown. You don't represent anything, and you want to run through the world, and you want people to look at you as like a shaman? Dude, don't be getting all tribal and shit, okay? A shaman is a, an American, a Native American, American Indian, whatever you want to say. It refers to them, okay? I'm glad you got some time. I'm glad you can go sit, sit around and maybe think about it. You know, Mom will take care of you. Mama will make sure you got all the right food and, you know, all the right clothing and shit. And you're going to have to negotiate because that's what it is when you go to prison. You know, you got to take care of yourself. You got to negotiate. You got to trade. You, you know. So get with it. Don't be a punk. Anyway, I'm a little pissed off right now about this guy because now we got to all take care of him, feed him and shit. Oh. Irritates the shit out of me. Anyway, he's going to get some time, and I hope that he does his time well and gets out and becomes a regular, normal human being. Alright? Jesus Christ, what an idiot. I don't know what's going on today, but uh seemed to be a little bit off, off kilter. Just a little bit. I can't focus at all. So you'll have to forgive me if I'm babbling a little bit here and there. I'll edit out most of it, but every once in a while I might miss something, okay? So be patient. Be patient. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, you know... I'm going to figure it out. And I was also watching the news. And guess what? Them squally Indian tribe down here. Who's been down here in the Washington, right? Been down by Olympia to the mountain. You know, they've been here for over 10,000 years. And that's what really gets, gets under my skin a little bit, right? They talk about how fucking Columbus discovered America or... Which, who's that Viking Garrett or whatever, the, whoever the hell he was, you know, uh, Leif Garrett, whatever, who knows, discovered he was in Nova Scotia, you know, a couple hundred years before the fucking knucklehead or whatever, bullshit, man, the American Indians discovered North America, come on, man, and the Mexicans down from the south came up too, let's not get it fucking twisted anymore, all right? Those chuckleheads didn't discover America. The American Indians were here before anybody else were here, so that means they fucking found it. Okay? Let's have a little bit of fucking respect because it pisses me off now that Nisqually tribe is trying to restore the salmon, trying to restore some of the rivers to have nice, clean water. And that's what it's all about. 
nice clean water they have to have bigger trees which will help filter that water all right anyway getting back to the subject they have to buy back the fucking land off the military right there in Fort Lewis McCord or whatever they have to buy it back are you fucking kidding me that's got me pissed why don't they give it back why don't they just give it back it's not that hard you can give them back some land you know it's like I said on my one of my other podcasts just give us 25% of the country right we can make it wherever you give it to us those taxes will go to the tribes right they'll build their they'll build their shit back right no they gotta buy it back it's fucking ridiculous kind of makes me mad they're gonna do it but what are they gonna do they're trying to restore it back after it was you know i told you about billy frank he was uh one of the american indians that was in the fishing wars back in the late 60s and 70s. He was Nisqually. They had to fight for their their fishing rights because the white man was taking away all the fishing. They were just coming in and taking all of it, right? So the American Indians had to go fight for what they felt was right, which is they only got 50%, you know? And then the white man, he's all mad and they're having fights and people are beating each other up and shit. I remember seeing that on TV. I talked about this in one of my first, my, one of my earliest podcasts. Yeah, go back and listen to that. That's when I didn't know anything, right? I didn't, I didn't know how to do a podcast when I started this. I taught myself. Something going on with this mic. I hope it doesn't transfer into my, into my download. Anyway, yeah. So now, now they're gonna buy it back and you know this. Uh, it's ridiculous. It just pisses me off. I know I get a little bit ramped up about it because it's it's only right. And what is what's important now is the American Indian voices are getting out there a little bit, right? You're starting to see them stand up a little bit. You're starting to see them say, hey, wait a minute. This isn't right. You know, the white man has only been out here for maybe 200 years, out here on the west side of the continent. Took him 600 years to get here, right? Or whatever it was, 400. Who knows? Who fucking cares? American Indians were finally getting a voice, and this is my voice. This is my little platform. So if I can talk about some American Indian history and get it out there so everybody can listen, and I try to get the facts right, but isn't that wrong? Isn't it wrong that they have to buy that back? Oh, we'll give it to you pretty cheap. Yeah. Well, yeah, we 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 did we took that land back in, you know, hundred and fifty years ago. We we just took it and you know. Now uh, yeah, we want you to buy it back. I couldn't even imagine what, what they'd be charging. You know, what's the going price? Jesus. Makes it just it pisses me off. Anyway, everybody out there in the Squally tribe is going to restore their river down there. They've been down there 10,000 years, right? 10,000 years. The Nisqually tribe, 10,000 years. American Indians discovered America, okay? The Indians were here before you, okay? So it's ours. Give it back. Got these tribes all fighting for land back. You know, that would be awesome. It would be really, really awesome. Don't get me started talking about land again. I'm still agitated with my cousin over there on the fucking reservation. Still pissed. What am I going to do? 
that I moved down there? No, I'm an outcast now. The reality is this. If you leave the tribe where you weren't really welcome anyhow, and then you want to try to come back, it's like ten times, a million times harder. My cousin Verna Gay told me that they're building a hotel down there, like six-story hotel. She said, I might need somebody to work on it. You should come down. I could go down there and be the super duper on that. Well, at least be. They're going to have to have some Indians working on it. That's for sure. You know, the Indians better step up and send some of them guys down there to work, whether it's just being a laborer or whatever. I know we have some skilled natives down there. I can go down there and run that, right? Be the super duper. Nah, that might be a little too much for me to deal with. Can't deal with that crap. Anyway, so back, I'm, I'm going to get off that bullshit. I'm going to talk a little bit about the abortions. I don't even know where to start. But I do know this. It's, uh, it's man being man, right? It's the, you know, the good old boys being the good old boys. You know, I don't know how to, I, women have the right. It's their body, right? I learned this the hard way. I'm living down in Florida back in the, you know, 95, getting ready to take off. Life is just, pfft. it's time to move on. I'll put it to you like that. But I was dating a woman down there, and she ended up getting pregnant, right? And at the time, I was starting to drink a little bit. I was starting to show my colors, right? Because once I'm drinking, I show those, it's just bad, it's stupid, do stupid things. Anyway, she knew I was an alcoholic, and she didn't want to, you know, she didn't want to be a kid anyway. So she, right away, she's like, I'm going to have an abortion. And I'm like, well, can we, you know, we'll talk about it? She's like, nah, ain't nothing to really talk about. I ended up paying for it. I was thinking to myself at the time, you know, you're going to do this, but I have to pay for it. We were both in the dance. We both danced. She could have at least paid half. Anyway, so... My thing is this, I had no no say, I had no right, because it's in her body. It was a, you know, a bitter pill to swallow, but it was reality. Didn't like it. In fact, I even started drinking a little bit more. I'm going to drink at it, because I was kind of, you know, damn, it could have been another son or a daughter, you know, but I was in no position to be a father. So that was that, and that's where I understood, that's where I really started to understand the whole thing. You know, as men, well, as people, we have to do better. But as men, we have to do way better, right? These women, man, these women are powerful and they're strong. And they're going to, like I said before, going to be breaking down some walls and shit. You know, what's the cutoff? What's the, what's the, they're saying six weeks? It's because that's where the heart might start to beat, you know? I don't know. Well, you cut it off. I mean, it's just, and how can a man tell a woman who's been raped, who's been, or maybe is carrying a child with no arms and no legs, and, you know, you, you, who knows what the, I don't know. I don't know. But it's not my choice as a man. So I see where, you know, the women out there, they're going to start protesting. They'll get what they need. Eventually, they're going to have to go through it. But that's what makes America the greatest country in the world. Right? They can change it. The women can change it. We can all change it. But as men, we have to be better. The women, uh, powerful. 
women are powerful. They uh, they went through the shit with the men, right? My wife is one of the strongest women I've ever known. She has a faith, and she has a, a strength within her that uh, it just shows me how strong she is. And she when she if she gonna fight for who she loves, you best be out the way, cause uh, that's just the way it is. Anyway, power to the women out there who are struggling with, uh, you know, this law that, that man has, the man has decided that the women can't abort their children after a certain age or whatever. What, what What's going to happen now is women are going to go have it done illegally, go to Mexico. I've heard stories, man, where women try to abort their children because they, they just don't want it, number one. Number two is uh, they're just not ready. I don't know. So the abortion thing has is, is got me a little bit concerned because it's not my decision. It's not some, it's not English, Ingles, uh, Ingsley? Yeah, it's not his decision. It's it's not the president's decision. Anyway, we should uh, have a little prayer about that. I mean, look at the Secretary of Interior, right? American Indian woman. And now she's going to bring some some power to the missing indigenous women, right? And I was watching some shows. Uh, I was watching some, you know, some crime shows. I watch them. I've been watching. I watch some detective shows or whatever. Forty-eight hours, Dayline, that kind of stuff. And recently, I've been seeing a little bit more of them covering the murdered and missing indigenous women in this country. I think that's fantastic. But what I've come to notice is the ones that are doing the murders and the rapes are their own people. I saw one where a woman was set on fire and it was her own people. I saw where a woman was murdered by three dudes or by two dudes and one dude covered up, whatever. Their own people. And that's not the problem. The problem is they didn't they're they're forgotten because the reservation is a different it's a whole different thing and the, the, well let me get to it women are leading the charge to get more attention to find these women to find out find the murderers or the the kidnappers the ones who are running the sex trade drug trade whatever but it's it's the it's their own people anyway so I was really disturbed about that because a lot of time I thought well well, who's doing it all? Who's doing it? Maybe I'll do a little expose about that. But yeah, so they're they're killing their own people and it just doesn't make any friggin' sense. Crime on the reservations is high, man. And it could be easily covered up on the reservation. But I'm, I'm just glad that... Um, I'm just happy that they're looking into this a little bit more passing legislation there's going to be a law where every they're going to start going through all the files so if you have anybody who's out there that might be missing one of the last things i want to talk about is dak prescott okay you know who he is quarterback for the dallas cowboys i've been watching uh on hbo the spring training for the cowboys oh and by the way that cowboys facility down there in 
Texas. Oh my God! They flew a fucking. They flew a drone through the whole campus. It's like a campus down there. Three hundred million dollar friggin' uh, campus stores is like a goddamn. It's amazing. It's no wonder the friggin' cowboys are worth two billion dollars. You know. Anyway, Dak Prescott, during one of the training sessions, they let him throw a few times, and then they pulled him out. He's over there using the F-bomb and cursing. They, I can't believe the F pulled me out. He's, you know, who, don't they know who I am? Hey, Dak Prescott, you haven't done shit. You've done nothing, bro. You have done nothing. Uh, you're not like uh, Aaron Rodgers. You're not like Russell Wilson. You ain't even... You know, even some of the lower echelon quarterbacks have done way better than you. You haven't done anything yet, bro. You need to go sit down. Don't act like you're all that. Now, if you come out this year and go, let's say, 14-3, and three, um, you know, go deep into the playoffs, you know, then you can, you, can say, you can say shit like, don't they know who I am? You can't just make me sit on the bench. Dude, just go play ball, man. You've been blessed to do these things. You've been blessed to uh, play a game that at least millions, a hundred million people, dudes in the world that would love to do what you're doing. All right? So, you know, go fucking sit down. If you want to be a badass, go be a badass, but prove it. Okay? That's all I got to say about that. We got the Seahawks coming up next weekend, my friends. This coming Thursday, we have uh, Tom Brady and your Dallas Cowboys. Speaking of those knuckleheads. So, you know, we're coming into it all day long. I got college football to look at. Got golf to look at. Anyway, um, you know, during the week, man, just love each other, right? Just just take, be decent to one another. Job's going semi-well, you know? I don't uh, I don't know what's, what's really going on with that thing. It's just, uh, anyway, I'm not going to say anything about that. Anyway, uh... Oh, one more thing. Did you see where uh, these cats are doing this milk crate challenge? They're stacking them all up like stairs, and they're going seven high or something, and if you could walk down it, you're a champ. Dude, people, somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to fucking die. Somebody's going to break their neck or break something. I'm sure somebody's broke something. But, uh, you know. This one dude, he gets up there and he takes one step up there and it starts wobbling, right? Left to right, left to right and getting worse. Dude, he come down and it looked like he was going to come down on his neck. But he came down on his shoulder. I, I know he tore something up in there. Easy way to break a collarbone. But it's so stupid. Come on. Make a challenge simple, man. Not the kind that's going to hurt you like that, right? Jesus Christ. Anyway, everybody out there in the world, have a have a wonderful weekend. Uh, peace be with you. Oh, one more thing. Y'all remember Tim, the guy I worked with at, uh, well, he was my boss at Shelter. He's the one that I bad-mouthed. He's the one that fired me because uh, I was talking shit about him. And uh, now I find out he quit. I don't blame him. I don't blame him a bit. That company's tough to work for. You do I'd never wish that on anybody. What he tried to do, I don't, I, you know, I don't got no grudge against him. You know, we're all good. But uh, you know, I didn't wish that job on anybody. And uh, he gave it a go. He made he, what he last, uh, you know, six months, eight months. Anyway, 
I hope you all have a stellar week and be safe and love one another. I am you, Winton, and this has been the Tribal Brand Rebranded and everything like that. Peace.